You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's another edition of Talk of Champions recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit on three. Hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, my man? How we doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. I got, I told you, I got a new mic. Yeah. I feel like I sound better. You do. You do. Sound healthier. Not that you more, didn't sound healthy or bad in some way. You just sound a more. A little more gumption in the voice, maybe. Oh, yeah. Gumption. I like that. Well, today, after a bye week for Ole Miss, we look ahead not only to Ole Miss, Alabama, but also I wanted to break down keys to finishing for Ole Miss with a top 12 class. So we'll get to that in a second. First, Ole Miss, Alabama this weekend. Um, kickoff is set for 2.30 p.m. Central Time on CBS. It's the primetime game. It's the mother of all games. We expect a huge, huge visit weekend, right? Absolutely. It's it's going to be I, – look, I when when – when I get the list, it might have to. We might have to do a part one and part two of who's coming. Um, <laughs> it's going to be massive. I will say one name to keep an eye on. It happened last week, but I know there were some people. I won't say hitting the panic button, but some people were 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 starting to you know pull that collar a little bit when Alabama extended an offer to Walker White, the twenty twenty four quarterback target for Ole Miss. That I still think they're far in the lead. 
Myself and Sam Spiegelman have put RPM picks in for him to pick Ole Miss. I still think he's probably going to decide sometime January, February. He hasn't really narrowed down a date, but he's hinted at he wants to get it over with so he can start trying to build a class wherever he goes. But people started getting a little nervous. Nick Saban and them extended an offer. I thought it was a little premature to get worried because I'm pretty sure Alabama has like nine five-star quarterbacks on their roster already. Um, but they did add a commitment last week from Julian Sayan, the 2024 quarterback from Carlsbad. He's a four-star, number 14 player in the country. I think that's going to affect a little bit how Walker White views Alabama because not only do they have several blue-chip quarterbacks on the roster already, that room is crowded, and now they already got a guy in 24. So um, I wouldn't say, like, oh, sigh of relief, like it's all good. But I, I look, that. I think he can can run the numbers in his head and figure out probably a little riskier to go there. We're kicking off Alabama week. I think that's a, a pretty important development to talk about. Full coverage of Ole Miss Alabama week, recruiting, team, everything at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Fleet of Bone 3. But I mentioned to start that I wanted to kind of look how Ole Miss could finish in the top 12 in recruiting. But how do they get to that place? I think it's, if you're looking at uncommitted guys, I think the the number one target for him has got to be Kedrick Riscano, the new Caney, Texas four-star running back. Decommitted a couple weeks ago from Michigan State, and then Ole Miss quickly became the favorite. Um, my pick is in. Sam Spiegelman put his in um, right before I did. Uh, Sam's about as connected as anyone in the country, especially in the state of Texas. Um, I think that that's a guy, first and foremost, you, you got to get. I think you got to continue to add impact blue chip guys at skill positions. I expect them to do that. Um, I think you got to go and get someone at receiver. Demetrius Bell is down to a top four Alabama, Kentucky, Georgia, Ole Miss. He's not saying much. Um, saw him a couple weeks ago. Very, very quiet, like just, you know, he was someone that, uh, even though he doesn't strike me as someone that does a ton of interviews, he knew exactly what to say. He was very, you know, very diplomatic in his answers, you know, said all the right things. Ole Miss wants him. Very explosive, versatile receiver. Um, similar to their guy, Caden Lee, that they're still recruiting. But, um, you know, not the biggest, but someone that could play both inside and out. Extremely, extremely explosive um, kind of does everything for McGavick High School here in Nashville. They really want him. Uh, I think it's probably a three-team race between Georgia, Kentucky, and Ole Miss. Alabama's right there, um, but I think the the other three are pushing a little bit harder. Um, and look, even though he's a three-star, I still think Caden Lee is someone you got to land. You've been the favorite for basically the entire year. Um, I don't think that's changed. Ole Miss still wants him. I think he's just simply taking his time and wanting to finish his senior season before getting to recruiting. Um, maybe the potential of getting bumped to a four-star. Uh, so that would certainly help in the pursuit of, you know, maintaining a top 20, getting into the top 15. He's had a fantastic senior season. Um, as far as that, I mean, the obvious, you got to keep Sun, uh, Suntarian Perkins in your class. Uh, you can't lose him to Alabama. He's your, uh, the cornerstone of the class. I mean, he's been committed for almost a year now. Um, he's your highest ranked guy. I think he's an immediate impact dude that can come in and play right away in 2023. 
you have to hold on to him. You can't lose him at the at the you know eleventh hour to Alabama. And then look, it it's it, it kind of seems like this is a theme now for Lane Kiffin that they're going to try to flip some guys. Um, Dante Dowdle is still out there. They're still recruiting the Oregon commit from Mississippi. Lawson Lucky, the tight end from Norcross, he's been committed to Georgia for a while, but they're also looking at some other tight ends. Is that going to kind of spook him? Is he going to open things back up? And then uh, you look on the defensive side and someone like Adana J. Green, um, he uh, has been committed to Louisville for a – I feel like it's January. I haven't looked at his yeah at his but profile in a while. But it's a surprisingly long time with how active he's been. You know? Yeah. Oh, no. Last Christmas Eve of last year is when he committed. Um, Good grief. Scott Satterfield's seat's getting a little warm. Um, they've really underachieved on the field. Uh, it, Malik Cunningham has not been very good. I, I I thought he would be a little better this year. I think it's his third year in the system. How, are they going to hold on to him? Uh, speaking of Louisville, um, Ole Miss is keeping in contact with Ruben Owens. Um, I know that that's um, – I've talked about him already. He's the, the longest of long shots because literally everyone wants him. Uh, he's the uh, – Five-star running back from El Campo, Texas. Shocked the world when he committed to Louisville over pretty much everyone. A&M, Texas, Georgia, Alabama. Chose the Cardinals. Um, but uh, he's someone that's that – has got to be an know, NIL thing. Oh, for sure. I, I don't know if he's – you know, I don't know if they gave him a couple racehorses, <laughs> um, uh, you know, a couple Papa John's franchises. I don't know. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, Louisville's surprisingly got a really good class put together, but can they hold on to it? Um, so yeah, they're going to be looking for some flips. That's going to be something they're going to be trying to do. And, you know, that's kind of a, well, you're kind of playing with house money when, you know, you're looking at recruiting, you know, Hey, we've already got this really deep talented class. Let's, let's shoot for the moon and try to get some of these guys and, and try to flip them. So that's probably what you're looking at in terms of trying to get there for a top 15 class. Um, as far as other guys that are uncommitted, Isaac Smith is still out there. Um, I know that there's been this like, you know, will they or won't they back and forth? You know, do they really want him? You know, is he really looking at Ole Miss? I think they are recruiting him. Ole Miss is pretty deep in the secondary, especially in the recruiting class. But I think Isaac Smith is is a guy that's talented enough, versatile enough that you can take him. Um I don't know if they'd move him to offense, but he he could probably play receiver at the next level. Um, it'd probably take a year to get kind of used to running actual routes and not just, you know, the high school, like, hey, just get open, so we'll throw it to you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there are plenty, plenty of prospects out there that can put them over the hump to get into that top 15, top 12 range. As far as the portal potential targets, is there anybody or any position out there that we're already kind of paying attention to? Well, the big one, I've hesitated to write anything because I still want to see how things unfold just because there's some other things at work here. Um, but I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that uh, DeMond Demas wants to play at Ole Miss. Uh, the former five-star receiver from A&M uh, had some legal issues. I don't I'm not 100%. I'm pretty sure that those things have been settled. I think he's just taken a year off to try to, you know, better himself on and off the field. 
get in the lab, work out all that stuff, stay in shape and, and then hit the portal and, and see what he can do. But, um, you know, he's, he's made it very clear on social media. That's for sure that he wants to play at Ole Miss. Um, I have talked to a couple people. Um, I, look, Ole Miss would, could use somebody like him. I mean, he is a guy that was, like I said, a five-star, um, probably one of the most just raw athleticism, raw athletic recruits that I've ever seen. Um, just a guy that, you know, I've, I've seen him, you know, on a basketball court, just in, you know, just, I, th I think I saw the video where he did it in like slides, just did like an East Bay dunk. Um, just can really, really jump six, three, one eighty. Um, I mean, there's no doubting the talent. It's just, you know, can he put it all together and, and, you know, keep his nose clean type stuff. So, um, that's probably one that I would keep an eye on, but I mean, there's, there's, they're going to, I think, the day after Thanksgiving is when you're going to start seeing some names pop up, guys getting in the portal, you know, doing the whole like swipe of the uh, social media, take all the uh, <laughs> the team stuff off and, and start looking around. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The Ole Miss Spirit and Talk of Champions are coming up on the one-year anniversary of our move to own three. We couldn't be happier. Winning has certainly helped. Football continues to roll. Baseball is fresh off the first ever national championship in program history. Life is good. But change is always hard. And I don't even want to think where we'd be without LinkedIn jobs, which made our initial hiring experience as seamless as possible. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Create in seconds a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs and add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile to spread the word about your opening. They offer simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses ranked LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Football Rebels have a little over a month remaining in the 2022 season. You want them to finish strong, right? Well, you need to finish strong, too, with LinkedIn Jobs, which helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash TOC. That's linkedin.com slash TOC to post your job 
for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's LinkedIn Jobs, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. Talk of Champions is also brought to you in part by my bookie. You know football, and you pick winners all the time, so why not get paid for them at my bookie? Bet single game spreads, money lines, or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and over half a million to be won. Make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have fun. Getting started is easy. Just visit mybookie.ag, mybookie.ag, and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That's promo code TOC for Talk of Champions, TOC, to get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Ole Miss is always going to be active in the portal, but we don't expect the same flurry of activity like last offseason. Well, I mean, never say never, but probably uh, yeah. not. Um, not to that level. I mean, they're always going to be active. And you have to account for, two unexpected departures from your own roster now. What's the most obvious position of need? I'd say offensive line. I'd say defensive line, just because the the three two six is a very unique scheme, and that's I think you can always that's a very nice way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> you always can use impact guys to come in and be able to, uh, you know, move the needle up front. Um, and I do think they've been a lot better than than people thought they'd be. Um, now they they they've had their struggles. But look, I mean, second half of the AM game, they played outstanding. They were great in the Kentucky game. I think they're probably going to look for at least one linebacker. Troy Brown's going to be gone. He's been a huge part of the defense. I think that's probably the biggest spots that I would look for. And then receiver. I think they're going to want to try to get some kind of game breaker at receiver. Do they get a portal quarterback? I think Dart has been good enough to where you know who you got next year. I guess it kind of hinges on whether or not Kincaid Dent stays. Well, where's he going to go? I don't know. Get hey, a look, job? Man, no, I know a couple of uh, JUCOs that would take him tomorrow, and he would start. He's not just JUCO level either. I mean, he could drop down a level. Point being, if he wants to go play. Sure. Yeah, because it's a little bit of a different room with just Marcel Reed. I mean, they got the they got the couple walk-on dudes. Um, now I'm not saying those guys are capable of being backups by any means, but I mean, they aren't the two walk-ons they have, aren't your typical walk-ons like, yeah, I had opportunities to play. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, maybe if the opportunity presents itself that you can get, you know, a grad transfer that's wanting to go somewhere and learn under Lane Kiffin, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they try to do go that route, but, um, yeah, I mean, you obviously, you, you need to be prepared you know, God forbid, if something happens to Jackson Dart in 2023, you, you got to be able to, you know, have somebody ready to to step in. So um, that's an interesting question that, like I said, I think they're probably going to look in the grad transfer, you know, realm and try to find someone that, you know, understands like, hey, we, we're bringing you in as a backup, like you're an insurance policy. It takes a special student athlete to to know their role and to be okay with that. But there are some guys out there that would do it. Jackson Dart seriously considered Oklahoma. I'm a little bit different. I don't think Ole Miss is going to go grad transfer route. Hey, come in here, and yes, you're going to compete for Jack with Jackson Dart, but really it's a developmental long-term play for you 
in your second stop. I, I think they will more tailor their recruitment of a quarterback potentially in that way. Because Jackson Dart is the unquestioned starter next year. Yeah. But there is there is a way to recruit a high-quality transfer kid. It'll just be a different type of pitch than it was last year. Like, every guy they went and talked to last year was like, hey, man, you're coming in to start. You make an excellent point. Like, I, I don't think they're they're expecting Marcel Reed to come in and, and you know, hey, got to be ready as a true freshman because, I mean, he, he, he'll he tell you. I mean, he, he's got to gain weight. And, you know, look, it's it's asking a lot of someone to be, you know, 17, 18 years old and play SEC football. So that's not a knock on him. Like, it's just incredibly difficult. I mean, it's the it's the Trevor Lawrence effect where everybody thinks, oh, well, you're highly recruited. You know, you're a freshman. Like, why can't you get it done? Like, no, it takes it takes a special person to, to do that. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's too crazy. And you know how Kiffin likes to – to have that quarterback room. And I think the Altmeyer dart competition made both guys better. I give Luke Altmeyer a ton of credit because that was a competition that was a lot closer than it was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I, people aren't saying it enough, but I mean, the guy's been a, a pro. Mm-hmm. He's been a great teammate. Um, I know people say in that locker room, nothing, he hasn't changed how he acts. He hasn't changed how he goes about work and goes to practice. And I mean, I was there for the game in college station close to the Ole Miss side. I mean, you could see him on touchdowns, big plays, first guy on the field celebrating with people. Um, I know this is all hokey and, and cliche, but coaching staffs are absolutely noticing that. Yeah. Cause you know, and same thing with like guys like Jalen Robinson, he's been banged up. The hamstring is just, it's not right. Yeah. And he was expected to come in and, and be this, you know, playmaker. You know, he could be right next to Luke Altmaier on the bench pouting and 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 throwing a fit because he's not getting a play. But same thing. I mean, he was, you know, running the fire extinguisher on on, on at, in College Station. I mean, that I think that there's a certain level of competitiveness and, and intensity that those level of athletes can't turn off to where even if you're not the guy, you're not starting, you're not, you know, getting the ball it's hard for them to turn it off and and not and not be just locked in and and in the game but it's still great to see i mean i think that's a testament to the locker room uh culture that lane kiffin and that staff have created um to where yeah i may not be the guy but i'm still going to support my teammates and support this program and and try to do what i can to to help everybody so um so yeah that's that's always good to see and yeah i mean tip your cap to to luke altmeyer and Jalen Robinson and other guys that Mason Brooks is another guy that's been great. Um, was expected to come in and start and be a, you know, a right tackle. And he's been kind of a role play guy and another one that's just been a pro hasn't, hasn't let it affect him at all. They got to get a wide receiver. That might be their biggest portal need. Yeah. Now is Malik Heath done or does he have a COVID year? I think he has done. a COVID year. I think he's, he's done? done. Yeah, I think he's done. Okay. Well, he did at a Juco stop. Um, which man, you want to talk about guys that deserve a tip of the cap. He's been mm-hmm. outstanding this year. I don't think anybody, including me, thought he would be this much of an impact. And that's not a knock on him. I just figured he'd be like a situational red zone guy, but he's been fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to go find some guys because they've they've got some youngsters that they like, but it's hard to just ask a redshirt freshman to 
to be a go-to guy in the SEC. So they're going to have to go find some some guys that have experience at a high level and um, can make plays. Now, Look at it this way. They got three games left. Where's J.J. Henry? Where's Braylon Brown? Mm-hmm. Jalen Robinson still hasn't played. Jonathan Mingo's probably going pro. They yeah, got to get he, some wide receivers. You got to. I mean, are you going to, you know, are Larry Simmons and Jeremiah Dillon going to be ready? Maybe. I mean, and this is a fair criticism. Good as this staff is, wide receivers coming out of high school really haven't made much of an impact. I mean, probably the most disappointing would be Braylon Brown just because yeah. he was borderline five star and, you know, he had the injury early on that really set him back. But, you know, now it's like, all right, man, like, you know, now or never. I mean, you got a, a sophomore year. I mean, he's coming up on a junior season um, where he hasn't really made the impact that, you know, and I think Braylon would tell you. I mean, I think he expected to be, you know, more involved at this point. But, um, I mean, another guy that they were expecting, Jalen Knox, they were expecting him to be a big part of the offense. And, you know, he hasn't done anything. So, um, I mean, Jordan Watkins will be back, and that'll be a big leader in that room that's he been there, done that. Though. He could. I don't think he will, but I don't he know. certainly could. He's but, gonna have a decision to make. Oh yeah, Dayton Wade's another guy they're probably gonna count on next year to carry that room. He's been really good for Ole Miss. He, um, dude's earned a scholarship. I'm waiting on the, uh, I'm waiting on the clip on the season where they give him the scholarship. I think that's coming at some point, but. Yeah, they got to go get dudes. In the 2021 class, the recruiting class, Braylon Brown was ranked number 201 in the country, a four-star, according to On3. Barely sees the field. Tysheem Johnson was ranked number 233, four-star. He was ranked behind Braylon Brown in the same class, and those guys are playing in the secondary. But you're not getting mm-hmm. that kind of impact at wide receiver. And not diminishing what Tysheem Johnson's done, but – Receivers a lot more difficult than people think. It used to be flipped. Yeah, I think it's two sides. I mean, I think the scheme that that Kiffin and them they ask a lot of the receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I, I feel like a lot of high school football coaches do a disservice to their players, and they really don't teach them routes. Um, Braylon Brown played at St. Thomas Aquinas, that's a run heavy program, so he wasn't really in some kind of convoluted, probably a geo route tree, you know, old Phil Longo, just get open. But um, Jason Grass. Yep. Um, you know, what's uh, Brandon Buckhalter? Guy's got to – it's time to time to step up next year. I know it, he was a true freshman. I don't think anybody expected him to go out there and catch 30 balls for 450. But, I mean, you're a big physical guy. You got a year in the, the program under your belt. Got to get out there and compete. So, um, a lot of guys with some question marks. I mean, I think – I think Simmons and Dylan are the two you're going to see a lot next year. They really like Larry Simmons. I think surprisingly at a small high school in Mississippi, he's a very good route runner. And then Jeremiah Dylan is just, you know, was one of the fastest high school kids in the 20, uh, 22 class. Even crazier was that I think he was top five in the country. And the, the fastest guy in the country was, was his teammate, which is just insane. But um, yeah, I think he'll be a legit take the top off the defense type guy. JJ Henry was so much buzz in the spring and the fall, and then he hasn't really done anything. I'm saying um, time to, you know, you're gonna have to have some some conversations with some guys. 
and you're going to have to go to the portal and get some impact dudes to come in and, and, and compete and challenge those other guys. Where does, I think play? that's, I think that's what you do. Like you, you know, Hey, we believe in you. We signed you. We think you can get it done, but we're also going to bring in this guy and he's going to come in and he's going to make you better. Where does Ole Miss finish? If you had to predict, I think they could get to top 15. I mean, I think they're a legitimate top 20 class and they have a outside shot at top 15 with some of the guys they're in on um, that are uncommitted. And then they've got some, some decent shots at some flips. I don't think it's too crazy to think maybe two or three. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say top 15 is, is, I think it's a safe assumption. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit. That's an affiliate of on 3 omspiritcom If you haven't already subscribed, Brett, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. All this week, we have full coverage of Ole Miss, Alabama, both from recruiting to team coverage. We got it all at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspiritcom an affiliate of on 3 Thank you, buddy. I'll see you later. All right, dude. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.